right. Fritzburg and Blood and Faith.com. It is the 23rd of December, 2023. Wishing you all a Merry Christmas. It's always nice every once in a while you're out at Costco or somewhere and you throw out a Merry Christmas to the people as they wish you happy holidays. And a lot of times you'll get a smile back and they'll say Merry Christmas. And that's nice. It's a small thing, but language matters. Words matter. Uh, do not let them crowd out Jesus Christ out of Christmas. Say Merry Christmas. Let them, let them steam about it if that's what they're going to steam about. That's not a problem. Many times I've talked about how Jesus Christ is not the Jesus Christ that you've been taught. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit more this morning. I was reading the book of Numbers. Uh, it's, a, it's a book that one does not generally just turn to, oh, let's go look and read the book of Numbers. Of course, it talked about the experience of the sons of Israel, the biological offspring of a man named Israel, and they're out in the wilderness being led by Moses. And Moses had received the law from God. The, 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 the congregation, the church, the chosen race of God, the chosen race of God, the sons of Israel, agreed to live and abide by the Ten Commandments. And one of the Ten Commandments was, Thou shalt honor the Sabbath day and keep it holy. You shall do no work on the Sabbath day. And there was a man, they found a man, he was out there collecting wood, whether it was for his own house or to sell, or a combination thereof. They found a guy working on the Sabbath. And so they caught him, and they collected him, and they put him into, uh, jail's not the right word, but they detained him because they didn't know what to do with him. And they brought him to Mo Moses, and, and, and Moses talked to God about it, and basically said, you know, you need to take him outside the camp and stone him, to mur kill him, not murder him, but kill him. Kill this man. And so they did. They took him outside and they killed the man. And this angered a number of people. And they essentially went to Moses and said, Hey, Moses, look, we didn't come out here in this wilderness to be lorded over by you. We don't need you to be the, the high and mighty over us. And so we're not going to listen to you anymore. And Moses said, well, you, you know, let's see who the Lord chooses. We'll, you know, bring your censors tomorrow. And then he told these two other characters, that was Korah, told these two other guys, Nathan and Abiram, he says, you know, come come and see me. I want to see me. This is, who are you? Who are, who are you to summon us? Who are you, Moses, to summon us? We're not coming to see you. Make a long story short, the fire of God consumed those that showed up with the censors, and the earth opened up and swallowed the rebels, swallowed them alive. They went down into Sheol alive. And the next day, the people came back and said, look, we, <laughs> we didn't sign up for this stuff. We don't want this stuff. We, we, we want to do what we want to do. And the Lord was wroth once again. And uh, the, 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 the plague went out, and it killed, I don't know, thousands of people. And Aaron, one, he made intercession and he stopped the plague. Harsh. It seemed harsh to the sons of Israel. And I guarantee you it would seem harsh today. Well, I don't want to be put to death because I went and collected wood, firewood on a Sunday. I, I like to go out and I work on Sundays. I make more money on Sundays. Or whatever it is. All the stores open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're not going to shut down for a Sunday. We're not going to shut down to honor essentially Jesus Christ. And so a couple of things to point out about this is, first of all, the Lord 
in the book of Numbers is Jesus Christ. It is Jesus Christ. It's not the Lord, a different God than Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. Moses spoke with Jesus Christ face to face as a man speaks with a friend. This isn't a different God. The character and nature of God didn't change. God didn't become nice when Jesus was born. It's the same God. And and the, the demands for obedience are, are high. And rebellious men says, I, I don't know, you don't need to be a boss of me. And then we can go all the way back. We can look at Eve. Look at Eve. Says, what? Adam's not the boss of me. I don't need to listen to Adam. Jesus Christ looks at Eve and says, you know what? From now on, you're gonna, you and your daughters, when they bear children, they're going to bear them in great pain. And, and Adam, because you listen to your wife and not to me, you're going to eat by the sweat of your brow. It's going to be very difficult for you to go out there and, and, and scratch together enough to, to make a living. And by the way, I'm going to put hatred between the seed of the woman and the seed of, 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 of uh, the serpent. We've talked about that a number of times, and I've, I've yet to begin to delve into that. We're going to talk about Cain one of these days. And so the punishment for disobedience and rebellion is very high. It's very high. And this punishment comes from Jesus Christ. It's not a different God. It's not a different God. And what we've done to the church so much is is dumbed him down. That's not really a, a good word, but we say, well, we don't like that Jesus. We don't like the Jesus Christ of the book of Numbers. We don't like the Jesus Christ of, of Genesis when he destroyed all the world in the flood. So we're going to say that that was done by a different God. It wasn't Jesus Christ. It was done by God. And then Jesus came along to save us all. <laughs> like, it, like it's a different God. And it's not a different God. I am the Lord, I changeth not. I am the Lord, I changeth not, says the Scriptures. It's the same God. And when he came down, he comes down and he incarnates in the person of Jesus Christ, born of a virgin woman who, who never had that sin passed down through the male. Born sinless, born without sin, born without original sin. And he becomes the sacrifice for our sins. He becomes the sacrifice for our sins. Blood is demanded from sin. The price for sin is death. Jesus Christ paid the price for sin with death. And I'm afraid what the church has done is we've watered us down to the extent that the average person in America says, what do I need God for? God loves me. You've preached for generations and generations and generations that God loves me and that Jesus died for my sins. God loves me. Jesus died for my sins. I believe in God. I even believe in Jesus. And I would say that most of the people out there in, in, in Numbers, in the book of Numbers, they believed in God too. And they didn't care. They said, look, we're not serving you. We're not going to serve you. And if you look at the book of Acts, Acts chapter 7, you'll see how even coming out of Egypt, the sons of Israel rebelled against the Most High God. They rebelled against Jesus Christ. Let's be, let's be clear. It's not a different God. It's not another God. When the disciples went to Jesus, 
This had chose the Father, and Jesus looked at him and said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And as we sit here in 2023, almost 2024, and you look at the state of the church in America, perhaps the church in Europe, perhaps the church in all the European nations, the Americas, Southern Africa, Australia, New Zealand. And like, what God do we serve? Is there no fear of God? Do, do we not think that we we're supposed to build Christian nations? Was that not the, 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 the guideline for the sons of Israel to go into a land and build a Christian nation? It was. That's exactly what it was. Don't make alliances with other peoples. Don't tolerate other gods. Don't tolerate other religions. Don't welcome them into your midst. I'm giving you this land. You set up your borders. You have my law. Be loyal to myself, the myself being Jesus Christ. Pre-incarnation, but it was Jesus Christ. The patriarchs worshiped Jesus Christ. The prophets worshiped Jesus Christ. And to the extent that they saw God, they saw the Lord, they saw Jesus Christ, because no man has seen the Father. And what the churches of Christendom have done, that's probably the best way to express it. My concern is for my European brethren, my European brethren, my, and, and, and that they would return to Jesus Christ. But what we have done, seduced by the devil, same seduction that Eve had, devil goes to Eve and says, hey, there's a third path, man, you can take a third path. You don't have to worship God, you don't have to worship me, you don't have to, have to listen to Adam. You can be wise without God and build your own society. And indeed, this is what the sons of Israel try to do as they're out there in the wilderness, and they, and they rebel against Moses. They rebel against, essentially, their Savior. And they said, we don't, we don't, you know, we'll figure this out on our own. We don't need you. After all, you took us out of a land flowing with milk and honey. Now we're out here suffering in the desert. We don't need you. We don't need you lording it over us. And it's Jesus Christ that opened up the earth and swallowed up the rebels. It's Jesus Christ that sent the plague that Aaron stopped when he made intercession. It's the same Jesus Christ that we read about in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And by the way, the mission remains the same. Go and build Christian nations. Build Christian nations. Don't grab one or two and say, you know, devil, you take the rest. Build entire nations that honor Jesus Christ, that live by the Ten Commandments of Jesus Christ. And that's what happened in Europe. European man said, you know what, we will serve Jesus Christ. That, that's one of the key things in the book of John. When the Greeks, when the, when the, when the, when the Greeks came up to the disciples and they said, we want to see Jesus, when European man went up to Jesus Christ and said, we want to see Jesus, Jesus said, okay, okay, now it's time. It's time for the Son of Man to be glorified. That was the sign. When European man came to Jesus Christ and said, we want to see Jesus, that was a sign. He said, okay, it's time for the Son of Man to be glorified. European man is more critical than I've even begun to explore on this channel. And we're going to get more and more and more into it. I, I, I ended my podcast yesterday with the, with the fact 
that David had ruddy skin and beautiful eyes. And we can talk about Sarah and her half-brother, Abram, and how beautiful she was. We'll get there. But it's the same Jesus Christ in the book of Numbers as we see in John and Matthew and Luke. And, and the mission has not changed. It's to build Christian nations. And the enemies have not changed either. The enemies have not changed since the book of Genesis. And that's what I would like to be able to express more clearly. The enemies have not changed since Genesis. The roles have not changed. The church is looking for this happy place where we can all get along, and such a place does not exist. There's an eternal enmity between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. And the sooner the, sooner the church realizes this, the sooner we're going to get back on course, because we're way off course. We're trying to build little clappy clubs in pagan societies. It doesn't work that way. Jesus Christ is Lord. We're, we're supposed to proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. Not Lord of that gray matter between your ears, but he's literally Lord over the United States, Lord over the Constitution, Lord over the European Union, Lord over the United Nations, Lord over everything. And our job is to preach this, proclaim this, and bring discipline to these nations that they would serve Jesus Christ. Or reject him, that's fine too. But the Europeans, the Europeans, we're going to serve Jesus Christ. We're going to serve him. We're going to return to Jesus, because that's our only salvation. That's our only salvation. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.